Hey guys, my name is Emma Mack, and you are listening to the Getting to Know God podcast. Most of you guys don't know me. I am 25 years old, and I live in Texas. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a speaker. This is just from my personal study and what I've learned. I just want to strengthen my relationship with God and lead others to do the same. So that's where I'm at, and hopefully you'll take this ride with me. First, I would just like to apologize for not having an episode up last week. With the holiday weekend and then my dad's birthday being like a couple days after, things just kind of got away from me, and so that's that's what happened. So recently on social media... I've noticed how many people are talking about the rapture coming soon. And with all the unrest going on in the world, I'm not really surprised that this topic keeps coming up all the time. And with how frequently this is coming up, I thought it would be good to do like a little mini study and read through of Revelation. I want to focus mainly on just reading the text instead of doing a deep dive study. I know scholars that are way more educated in theology than I am argue about what exactly revelation even means. My goal is to bring attention to the text and allow God to show you what you need to learn from it. This episode, we are going to read through Revelations 1 through 3. So obviously we're going to start in Revelation 1. This is a revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave to show his servants at the events that must soon take place. He sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant John, who faithfully reported everything he saw. This is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. This letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace to you from the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come from the sevenfold spirit before his throne, and from Jesus Christ. He is the faithful witness to these things, the first to rise from the dead, and the ruler of all the kings of the world. All glory to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. He has made us a kingdom of priests for God his Father. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven, and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the nations of the world will mourn for him. Yes, amen. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. I, John, am your brother and your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in the patient endurance to which Jesus calls us. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and for my testimony about Jesus. It was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly, I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet blast. It said, Write in a book everything you see and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands, and standing in the middle of the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. 
He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead, but he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and the grave. Write down what you have seen, both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen. This is the meaning of the mystery of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and the seven gold lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So the first letter is to the church of Ephesus. It is thought to be geared towards the churches in the years 0 through 70 AD. And as it says in verse 4, they are forsaken because their love for God is diminished. So this is Revelation 2, 1 through 7. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands. I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance, and I know you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered they are liars. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. But do this in your favor. You hate the evil deeds of the Nicolaitans just as I do. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. The second letter is to Smyrna, and that is Revelation 2, 8 through 11. And this letter is thought to be geared towards the churches in 70 AD to 312 AD. And John acknowledges their suffering, but warns them that there is more to come. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Smyrna. This is the message from the one who is the first and the last, who is dead but is now alive. I know about your suffering and your poverty, but you are rich. I know the blasphemy of those opposing you. They say they are Jews, but they are not, because their synagogue belongs to Satan. Don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. The devil will throw some of you in prison to test you. You will suffer for ten days. But if you remain faithful, even when facing death, I will give you the crown of life. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Whoever is victorious will not be harmed by the second death. The third letter is to Pergamum, and it is thought to be geared towards the churches from 313 A.D. to 1000 A.D. And John explains to them that they need to repent of their sins as they are following teachings similar to Balaam. And this is Revelation 2, 12 through 17. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Pergamum. This is the message from the one with the sharp two-edged sword. I know that you live in the city where Satan has his throne, yet you have remained loyal to me. 
You refused to deny me even when Antipas, my faithful witness, was martyred among you there in Satan's city. But I have a few complaints against you. You tolerate some among you whose teachings is like that of Balaam, who showed Balak how to trip up the people of Israel. He taught them to sin by eating food offered to idols and by committing sexual sin. In a similar way, you have some Nicolaitans among you who follow the same teaching. Repent of your sin, or I will come to you suddenly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven, and I will give to each one a white stone, and on that stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it. When I was first studying this, I couldn't really remember the story of Balaam, but that is found in Numbers 22 through 24. I can't remember if that's it exactly, but that's pretty close to it. This letter was written for the church Thyatira, and it's thought to be geared towards the churches from 1000 AD to 1500 AD. And John warns them against false prophets that are leading them astray. This letter is found Revelation 2, 18 through 29. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Thyatira. This is the message from the Son of God, whose eyes are like flames of fire, whose feet are like polished bronze. I know all the things you do. I have seen your love, your faith, your servant, and your patient endurance. And I can see your constant improvement in all these things. But I have this complaint against you. You are permitting that woman, that Jezebel who calls herself a prophet, to leave my servants astray. She teaches them to commit sexual sin and to eat food offered to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she does not want to turn away from her immorality. Therefore, I will throw her on a bed of suffering, and those who commit adultery with her will suffer greatly unless they repent and turn away from their evil deeds. I will strike her children dead, then all the churches will know that I am the one who searches out the thoughts and intentions of every person, and I will give to each of you whatever you desire. But I also have a message for the rest of you in Thyatira, who have not followed this false teaching, deeper truths, as they call them, depths of Satan, actually. I will ask nothing more of you, except that you hold tightly to what you have until I come, to all who are victorious, who obey me to the very end. To them I will give authority over all nations. They will rule the nations with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. They will have the same authority I receive from my Father, and I will also give them the morning star. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. This next letter is for the church of Sardis, and it's geared towards 1500 A.D. to 1700 A.D., and he warns them that they have been asleep and their actions are not pleasing towards God. And this is Revelation 3, 1 through 6. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly, as unexpected as a thief. 
Yet there are some in the church in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life, and I will announce before my Father and his angels that they are mine. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. The next letter is geared towards the church in Philadelphia, which was thought to be 1700 A.D. to 1900 A.D. And John praises these churches for enduring patiently. And this letter is in Revelation 3, 7 through 13. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. This is the message from the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close, and what he closes, no one can open. I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no one can close. You have little strength, yet you obeyed my word and did not deny me. Look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue, those liars who say they are Jews but are not, to come bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge that you are the ones I love. Because you have obeyed my command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Lastly, we have the letter to Laodicea, and this is Revelation three fourteen through 22, and this was thought to be geared towards 19 AD to when Jesus returns. And John cautions these churches for their lukewarm faith. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have everything I want, I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also, buy white garments from me, so you will not be shamed by your nakedness, and ointment for your eyes, so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. One thing that I noticed from studying this was that the introduction to each letter was basically the same. They each included a description of Jesus in a different way. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands, the one who is the first and the last who is dead but is now alive, the one with the sharp two-edged sword. 
the Son of God, whose eyes are like flames of fire, whose feet are like polished bronze, the one who has the sevenfold Spirit of God and the seven stars, the one who has the key of David, the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I personally just felt it was really interesting to be able to look at the way he was described in many different ways and be able to know a little bit more about his character. So that is it for this week. I don't want to add a whole lot of detail and background and studying because I really want you to be able to hear what God needs to tell you. So next week we'll do maybe two or three more chapters and I'll leave you with a little note at the end or something kind of like we did this week. You can follow me on Instagram at Getting to Know God Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. The more ratings and reviews that we get, the more people that will be able to find this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.